get ready to learn business strategies and insights from America's top entrepreneurs, creators, and thought leaders here at the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration Podcast. You are listening to M. Curtis McCoy, best-selling author, CEO of Best Cellular, and your host for Success, Motivation, and Inspiration. I'm excited to have Diana Crabtree Green on the show today. Diana is a CPA with more than 20 years experience in personal finance and taxes. She's also the creator of Buck the Budget. Clients come to Diana with many of the same concerns. They don't know where their money goes and they need help getting ahead. In her personal life, she has long prioritized building wealth quickly while also streamlining her own record keeping. Diana says, accountants don't actually want to track their expenditures either. Buck the Budget is a culmination of her simple techniques which have allowed herself and others to effectively accumulate wealth and more easily manage money. Her platform is an easy three-step money management program that gives users clarity of their cash flows, freedom from daily tracking, and a monthly money tune-up. Buck the Budget was created to help their users get ahead, finally. All right, Diana, I am so excited to have you on the show today. Thank you, Curtis. I'm happy to be here. Let me start off asking you a few questions here. I always love interviewing successful people that have that have done something outside the box and you've got a really cool invention basically with your with buck the budget um, where you're teaching people financial management and so i'm very excited to have you on the show thank you what is your personal definition of success simply said and at the top of it i have a lot of definitions for success but i'll say financial independence and financial freedom are my top definitions of for success having these opens the door for so much in life options to operate as you want to i have a pretty good handle on this personally and it's my mission to help others succeed in the same way. Um, but that said, I value progress and getting ahead in all areas of life, not just financially. I'm talking about forward progress with the things that I do, including running, which is obviously a very simple example of getting ahead, right? <clears throat> but I also rock climb. I raise a teenager, launching a business, working through tax season. Progress in all those areas is success me. Um, so with all of that in mind, I define success as each and every accomplishment along the way to getting ahead, delivering a speech success. Okay. Um, saving and buying my first car when I was 16 years old, success, making a contribution to my 401k or my Roth IRA success, um, making progress to a new high point on a route, every single little step along the path of life towards the things that are important to me, that's success. Okay. That's a great answer. I love that. Can you share what steps you take daily to improve? I know you mentioned running and different things. Yeah. Well, I I wish I could say I run every day, but I don't. (laughs) But one thing that I do every single day, the first thing that I do is I make my bed just because it's an easy success. First thing in the morning, like one thing to do to accomplish, to make you feel like you've done something and your life's just a little bit more organized, right? right out of the gate. Also, I'm a stickler for checklists. I set out each day with what I want to accomplish. I've got a checklist of everything I'm going to do. I put it in order. I put it in priority and and according to importance. I prefer to get the bigger, more critical tasks done first so that I can reward myself later with some of the, the juicier, yummier tasks right? All of this allows me to, to push forward and get the things done every day that are necessary to get done. Um, this is especially important when I'm growing a business 
which is where most of my work is spent lately. And this all leads to improvement. Again, it's all these steps that we take, all these little baby successes towards a much bigger success. Anyway, that's what I do daily, checklists. Okay. And I know you're launching a new piece of software very soon here called Buck the Budget. Can you mind telling me a little bit about that? Sure. And I'll, I'll say this. It's not exactly software. It does use software. It's an Excel down, download. Um, we have a two things that are in unison. It's a website that goes through the concepts of bucking the budget, which is just three steps to reorder your finances, to simplify things and put things at a high level view. I like to call it making you your own CFO. It's it's uh, accounting for non-accountants. Okay. okay. So it's, it's allowing you to come in with a high level view and to organize things um, with very low touch. It's not a mobile app. It's not tracking and budgeting. It's really simplified money management that you come in and look at once a month. Anyway, it's a website as well as an Excel toolkit for download that allows you to implement the three steps for yourself and for your own finances. Okay. I'll definitely share that in our, in the success motivation inspiration group. And we've got a, uh, get a lot of successful folks that are looking to learn better management money, better money management skills. And I know in one of your speeches, you had mentioned that you're an accountant and you hate budgeting as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, I do. I I personally don't budget, but the, the thing I hate is tracking. And really that's the only way to successfully budget because a budget is an ideal, right? About how you should contain your spending in order to have something left in the end to save. But the only way to adhere to that ideal and to that budget is if you track each and every expenditure. Otherwise, how are you sure to stay within these these rails that you created for yourself with your budget? And the problem with budgeting is that tracking doesn't happen. I mean, nobody wants to track. I'm an accountant and I don't want to track my expenditures. So why does anybody else want to? Nobody wants. So simply said, it doesn't. As a result, we we need a different approach than budgeting. And that's what I'm trying to present here with with Buck. Very cool. What advice would you give for someone making an important decision in their life? I would say consult with your most important advisor groups. I think there are three. There's the first one that comes to mind is the obvious one. And those, those are the, the people that you trust, your inner circle of confidants or mentors. These are the people who believe in, in you and have your best interests at heart. Consult with them. They're going to help steer you. Number two, check in with your values. You know, what when you are making a decision, you need to ask yourself, is this something to benefit me now or later? Is this something to satisfy an immediacy that I'm sensing or a security later on? Is this a want or a need? I mean, kind of check yourself within those spectrums of values. The third advisor group is simply your body. Like, how does it feel for you? Um, check your, your gut, check your heart, check your head. Get all of those three in line and listen to all of them, keeping in mind that your brain is probably the wisest one of the group. <laughs> so the steps that I go through, because we're always faced with a lot of important decisions and it can be hard to figure out uh, what the best decision is. So. Okay. Can you tell me about a specific moment that set you on the path you're on now? Yeah, absolutely. I met a new client uh, many years back who was and still is. Um, my junior, she's more than 10 years younger than me. She's just a, a baby to me, but she's so wise. At the point that we met, I had already dropped to working part-time and seasonally, which is what a lot of tax accountants do. We work a lot from February to April. In talking with her about my life balance, which I feel is really great, and then my work as a CPA, 
she looked up to me with these starry eyes and said, would you be my financial advisor? And I had already started dabbling in financial advice or not. It's financial planning, really not financial advising. It's not investment advising. Clear. Okay. Anyway, um, with that, she became and was my first financial planning client. We pulled together a whole financial plan for her, which was like a 20 some page document, looking at her cash flows, looking at her assets, looking at projections and where she wanted to go and what was important for her. Um, from this, I grew my financial advising practice, and this was actually the genesis for Buck the Budget. Buck the Budget is really a big part of what I do in these financial plans for clients, um, but it's putting it out there for people to help themselves to get through at a really low cost. It's not the entire financial plan, but it is a big component of it, which is the cash flow piece, looking at your cash inflows and outflows. Um so that was really, for me, the big pivot was really meeting her. I've got to be honest and taking her on as a client. And by the way, as for her, it's been about a decade now. She is kicking ass and taking names, both financially and otherwise. So anyway, I credit her. That's awesome. I think so. <laughs> um, if you could recommend one book for audience, what would that be? Oh, my gosh. That is such an awesome but difficult question because there are so many great books out there. The Let's Go Financial. The that comes to mind for me is The Richest Man in Babylon. Have you read it, Curtis? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, then you know. It is such a great book. It's a, a lovely read of stories and parables around money. It's a very easy one to read because it's, again, told as, as in a story format and it's relatable. And the, the messaging in there is just brilliant. It's really about taking control of your money and, and your money fate and has a lot of good money lessons in there. Yeah. Okay. What character traits do you value the most? Persistence, placing one foot in front of the other, like you're running a race or even walking out the race. Even if you're not running, you're just moving forward. So this applies to everything, right? Launching a business, building your finances, building your wealth, um, just about everything we do in life, persistence. And this is a harder question. How do you push through your tough times? <laughs> that The answer to that is persistence as well. It's, again, one foot in front of the other. It's just keeping at it and also breaking it down into little steps. Man, when you start running a marathon or an ultra, if you think, man, I've got 32 miles ahead of me, it is daunting as opposed to, okay, six miles to the next aid station. There's that one hill two miles ahead. Um you know, so break it into pieces and revel in those little successes. Yes, I got to the top of that hill. Next is that aid station at mile six. Sweet. Um, revel in those successes and make more of them. They accumulate and together and all together, it, it creates the, the hill or the mountain underneath you, which is the greater success to come. Also, man, the other one is surround yourself with yaysayers and keep the naysayers at arms or further length away. You know, no matter who we are or what we are doing, there are both in our lives, right? All of us. And we have the choice as to who we're going to tune into and believe. So let's go ahead and insulate ourselves with those people that are really supporting us and believing in us. I mean, I'm finding that that is absolutely key, especially in building a business. It is very vulnerable to put yourself out there with something. So we need all the support we can get. That's probably my favorite piece of advice you've given so far. 
Oh, good. Okay, let's see what else I've got. See if I can top it. Okay, my favorite question to ask successful people is what inspires you? Yeah, there's a lot of inspiration out there, especially if you're looking for it. But the, the best inspiration, which sticks with me every single day, literally, is a bumper sticker that I saw years ago. And I pulled my phone out and took a picture of it because I loved it so much. And it read, live the life you love. I mean, it, this is so simple and true. It is our responsibility to choose the life that we live. And yes, we all have adversity, but it's how we respond to it and live our lives, which is our choice. And that's what that signifies for me. I find that so inspiring. And to be honest, I'm so inspired by it that, that I have a tattoo of it along my side you know, like a conservative accountant, it's in a place where nobody would know I have a tattoo, but I can see it and I know it's there and it's my constant reminder. Okay. That's awesome. How do you manage and prioritize opportunities? I, you know, staying organized is one, but I align opportunities with the priorities in my life at that moment. So for instance, I clearly, I prioritize climbing. Um, but the top priority right now is building my business and also seeing my teenage niece through her last year with us. Um, she's a senior in high school. And understanding where my priorities are right now and that time is really limited and fleeting, by the way, allows me to manage my decision making and make the best choices for me and everybody involved at the moment. Um, and obviously those priorities change over time, but understanding that opportunities are unique and, and precious and different um, allows me to, to prioritize them and figure out which ones can be postponed. So for instance, I would love to go to Europe on a climbing trip, but it is just not in the cards, both because of responsibilities at home and because I've got other priorities right now. Europe will be there. So that's that's an easy one to postpone. It'll be there later. And what advice would you give to your 18-year-old self if you go back? Oh my God. How long do we have? Because <laughs> I have about an hour's worth of it. I have three hours worth for my 18-year-old self. Well, hey, okay. a cool thing on this too, we've got as of this morning, I think we've got 43,000 members on the, just on the one success group um, running from this book. And so there's a lot of, we've got literally thousands and thousands of teenagers that are in everywhere from, um, you know, 14 year old kids that have published their own books to, you know, all kinds of different, different young folks that are listening. So this advice, you can also kind of focus towards the, the young folks that are listening to the podcast as yeah. well. So I actually am giving advice to 18-year-olds right now. Is this, what is this what you're telling me? Because yep. that you're is so exciting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. 18-year-olds and everybody else's 18-year-old self buried deep down inside. I have lots of advice. It starts with max out your 401k as soon as you absolutely can. And I mean, I'm talking do whatever it takes, because if you do that for a few years up front, it's going to dramatically change things for you later on. And not as far out later on as you think later on means, by the way. Um, I started doing it pretty early on, but I got to be honest, not as early as I could have. And I calculate that this error over the first few years of my career um, <clears throat> more than 20 years ago, thank you very much, is worth probably $200,000 today if I had just maxed it out a few years earlier, if I had just rearranged things in some way to get it done. How would that have impacted my life now, personally? I mean, aside from the, the money in my account, it, that, that would be obviously amazing. But would I have known the difference? No. Anyway, so don't think of your 401k and IRA accounts as retirement accounts, because if you're 18 years old, you can't even begin to think about what retirement means, right? You're never going to get there. You're never going to get old. I mean, I know that's how I felt and that's how 
the 18 year olds listening feel, but think of these as wealth accelerators. This is money in your pocket. This is money for you. This is not just retirement. You need to rebrand this in your head. This is, you know, a wiggle room provider, a freedom maker, call it whatever you want, but don't think of it as a retirement account. This is your money and this is wealth. Um, can I give you two more pieces of advice? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Start wearing sunscreen. Stop laying out in the sun, okay? <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> Believe me. Oh my God, I wish I could get my 18-year-old self to uh, to take that advice. And then also, man, the advice for myself and probably some other listeners is dump the chump you are dating right now because you think he's the one, but he's not. You've got a lot to learn in your 20s and there are so many more fish in the sea. Um, That's all good advice. <laughs> I've got more, but I'll stop. Actually, no, if you've uh, loved to hear your insight. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, save your, I'll save your listeners from that. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, what is the best way for folks to get a hold of you? I'll put a link to buckthebudget.com to your website in the at the bottom of your show notes here. But is there, if, if other people are looking to contact you for interviews or you know, yes, radio TV absolutely. Podcasts, There's a contact us link at the website in the footer. So feel free to click on that and send me an email directly and I'll get back to you shortly. Okay, perfect. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Curtis. This was great. I appreciate it too. Thanks a lot. Bye. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the Success, Motivation, and Inspiration podcast. And head over to successmotivationinspiration.com for show notes and more tools to fuel your passion.